0: This is a football podcast, man. Meat. Football. Good. And we talk football. Meat burgers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers podcast. Josh Johnson, Ben Watts in the driver's seat with you, talking fantasy football and. For the first time ever, we got a guest on the show. We got Fantasy Flow Joe joining us on this one. Joe, how you doing?
2: Yo, what's up, fellas? Man, I'm uh, I'm good. We are shooting live during the Saints Ravens Monday Night Football game, where I have multiple pieces going with big implications, and uh, I'm sitting here nervous, not being able to watch football because I'm a super degenerate and I watch too much as it is. So inside, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little anxious, but happy to be on the show with you guys for sure.
1: Dude, we're happy to have you, man. Love it. This is <laughs> the
2: this is this is first a guest.
0: Cool first guest we've had.
1: Yeah, we're, we're stoked about it. Uh, we've got Ben's favorite segment of the week. we got weekly weenies on Damn, the episode. Right. we got some dynasty questions on here. And we'll hop into a recap of week <coughs> nine fantasy football. Uh, Joe, you're fresh on here. Let us, let's just hop right into it, why don't we? Joe Mixon, good God. Uh, Zat, <laughs> where did that come from? I think he had 55 PPR fantasy points. I think I saw correct me if I'm wrong here. I think I saw he was the RB 17 prior to yesterday, and now he's the RB4. Yes, <laughs> Joe makes five points. We'll do that
2: totally. Yeah, oh, five touchdowns. Look, uh, regression towards the mean, too, right? He's he struggled a little bit in regards to getting in the end zone. Nobody saw that coming, right? I think, um. Me included, man. I mean, Joe Mixon, if you watch the tape, you know, Samaje P. Ryan is still involved in the passing game, which makes zero sense, right? Why is that guy on the field? Uh, Joe <laughs> Mixon was not effective uh, necessarily in the passing game. He was catching, you know, he was catching passes, but he's one, two, three yards falling down. Like, it just didn't look great. Uh, yards per average, I think, was down a little bit. But, you know, with, with Jamar Chase going down, man, I think they they kind of shifted that focus. They got up early, man. It was one of those games. And you're like, Mixon again? Mixing, I got T. Higgins everywhere, but mixing again, and you're like, man, this. Oh you is, know, I'm
0: I'm running the Jamar or uh, the Higgins Burrow stack, and I'm like, same. I need something to one of them. Like, God. Same,
2: same, man. So it was frustrating, and obviously going up against mixing, you're, you know, you're put out of your misery early and often when you face a player like that. But what a performance, man! I think uh Jamal Charles and one other person uh, has only done, you know, what he did in that game. So super impressive, man. The dude's always been a nice player. Uh but but I, I I, would say zero people saw that happening uh, uh yesterday.
1: No, fun fact, I in one of my more chill dynasty leagues, the guy that it's an eight-teamer, so the guy that I was playing this week had Mixon and he benched him.
2: Oh yeah, so oh.
1: 55 chilling yeah. on his bench, mm-hmm. and uh that would have won the week for him. That would have beaten me for sure. There was no chance I was beating that. Yeah, guy still alive. was ridiculous.
2: <laughs> yeah, did you did you do a wellness check on him, bro? Or what?
1: I I you sent just him a DM by that guy's and, house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I dropped him a DM and there was no response, so I think he um, I think he took the hard way out or something. I don't know. It was <laughs> oh, we about
0: we're about the Terry Bradshaw this thing.
2: Oh, <laughs> did you,
1: did y'all see that clip, dude, yes, There's I no way it. that's on live TV. So I think he dropped. Like I think he's. I don't. I, I don't know exactly he what was, it was. He so was I like just,
0: talking about Kyler or something. I don't remember what he said, but he's like, dude, if the kid does that, he might kill himself.
2: <laughs> yeah, gotta that. be careful with that, man. You gotta be careful with that. <laughs> Terrence, and corporate uh, corporate sponsorships nowadays, man. You gotta be chill. Ooh. You can't say that on TV. Um, Although I, I say it a ton in a group chat. So let, let let's go. Right. There's a time like, of things. Well, like <laughs>
0: anybody's like Call of Duty chats or something from high school. Like if those ever go out yeah. in public, like
1: you're you're screwed.
0: You're never yeah. getting a job again. <laughs> Everyone's getting
2: canceled for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely hosed. Uh, Devonte Adams, we made fun of him last week. Uh, made fun of actually, well, really, rightfully so last week. Yeah, he he was terrible. He was on the weekly weenies a week ago, but. Uh, he he bounces back in a big way. He gets, I think it was dang near 150 yards and two tuds in the first half Sunday. So he rebounded. He was fine. He regressed to the. I main. think at
0: like halftime he was like ten targets, ten catches.
1: Right. Second silly. half there was nothing, but it, it didn't matter. It was the AJ Brown show from last week minus the second half. uh <laughs> It was it was a good one. uh I I I wonder. You know, last week we were we were wondering, probably as a joke more than anything, we were talking about Derek Carr. We were talking. About that offense. Obviously, the Raiders have kind of disappointed this year. Uh, but you know, Devonte Adams, we know he's a top five wide receiver in the NFL. Do you lock him in top five as a fantasy wide receiver? Or, you know, is that occasional uh goose basically from Derek Carr, is that going to kind of scare you off of Adams in the future? Do you high on him off of that performance? Not really.
2: Yeah, no man. He he is what he is, right? He's he's like you said. He's a top five. Re- he could probably be even more than a top five receiver in real life. Um, in regards to fantasy, man, the Raiders have struggled. You know, is that like the third or fourth, maybe fifth loss where they've been up? I think seventeen points, double digits for sure. And they get the, they give up the L, bro. So uh, McDaniel's not going to last, man. But when we're talking about Devontae Adams, we're talking about fantasy. Um, there's very few receivers you want to start over him. Uh, Derek Carr obviously is an issue, but I think, you know, from a team standpoint, man, like you got Josh Jacobs. Yeah, your D isn't great, but you're up points like do what you need to do to win the game. Why do they find themselves constantly in this situation and losing? So um, people heads are going to roll, man. We saw what happened to Frank Reich today. I think uh, maybe there's some stuff behind the scenes. Uh, he, I think he was going for his boy, Matt Ryan, man, and, and he ruffled some feathers. And uh, that was a surprising, surprising fire today, man. Because I think Frank, Frank Reich's actually a pretty solid coach. Um, but bringing yeah. it back to DA, man, he's you know he, he's that dude. I, I was gonna say, like, aside from Tyreek, is there another receiver? Like, if you're a DB and you're like, I got you, man. I'm man one on one. Like, Devonta Adams is up there in regards to one of the people you don't want to cover and pretty scary.
1: Yeah, he's he's terrifying, and everybody knows those that release package he's got. Uh-huh off the line like it you can't you can't touch you see him. where he
0: just like his, I think it was a second touchdown where he just had the db just completely like turned around and he left him like 40 yards away
1: oh yeah I mean he just he's so good he's so smooth too yeah. you know I mean he he plays the position at such uh, he's so excellent <laughs> I, I don't know a better way to put it I mean he just he kind of embodies every aspect of the receiver he can go get you on the jump balls he can route you up Um, uh, you know, he's, he's got enough speed to still be dangerous. Uh, he's, he's terrifying. Uh, another guy who's terrifying who I've got on my main dynasty squad that I am over the moon about this man, Kenneth Walker. Uh, I did a little bit of digging before the episode just to kind of play this one out. Um, Kenneth Walker's averaged 19.9 half PPR fantasy points since Rashad Penny got hurt. So, including that game where Penny got hurt and uh, Walker finished it off. Uh, I mean, 20 fantasy points a week and a half PPR. I mean, that's that's top five stuff. Uh, ben, I'll point this in your direction. Uh, you know, where are you at with Walker? I don't know if you've got him anywhere, so I don't know if you're <coughs> experiencing the season the way some folks are, but like, I mean, he is. I think is, I have
0: him in like one or two redrafts where I was the lucky guy to get him off waivers, but I don't have him yeah. anywhere in Dynasty. That does not mean I'm low on him, like, at all. It's it's so hard for me to come off, because you, you, y'all you know I love my boy, Jonathan Taylor. Dude's an absolute stud. It's so hard for me to not still have him at one, at least for this coming season. But I'm looking at, like, like Walker looks like JT 2.0. The receiving workload, it worries me a little bit, because, like, if he doesn't have 100 yards or something like that, or if he doesn't score, obviously the floor is lower but again it was the same problem with JT like he only you know a good game receiving for him is five catches so it on paper he's right there with him he's up there with ETN all those guys it's it's hard for me not to put him at at least two he's pushing for RB1 in dynasty
1: <clears throat> yeah joe where are you at on uh walker i know we we've talked extensively about you know this whole cloud of rb1 i mean for a second it was Brees hall for a second it's been jt um you know deandre swift is in there but like nobody is securing that spot and people are passing it around like a still right now oh geez i i mean i don't know i really don't i think it varies person to person where are you at on this how you how are you feeling top five dynasty running backs where's walker fit in there
2: so i play in four dynasty leagues right and uh I think all four of them are super flex. So I'm a big secure quarterback. I, I gave up my picks. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't have I got Damien Pierce in a couple of leagues who I think needs to be in the in the argument as well, right? Not not close to Kenneth Walker, but like he's he's up there, man. And my man oh, yeah. gets that tough Philly D, like the dude just runs. He's like, he's like a like Javante's little brother, man. And he just runs run, angry. Yo, so hard. And he breaks so many tackles. Like Damien Pierce needs to be in the conversation, but Kenneth Walker is a straight G, man. Like this dude uh, coming out of college, like I had him as the best pure runner um, out of the draft this year. Brees Hall, you know, more all around talented player, I would say. And I think he was most people's one. But if you break down the tape, man, what he did, how he breaks tackles, I, I think every, I think what's surprised, at least for me, is my man's top end speed, right? I know we had a nice, a lot of breakaways in college, but that's college. He's doing the same stuff in the league against the best of the best. So uh, I saw a post today where, uh, a lot of people, I'd say 75, 80 percent of people have him as the dynasty RB1 right now. Um, that that to me is 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 a strong argument, right? I still got JT. Uh fun fact, I'm a Niner fan, right? Cali represent, and I just I just gave up a decent bag for CMC in the Dynasty, right? And I know I don't know if you guys love him or not, but the fit with the Niners, we saw what it looked like uh that first full game that he was there. Um almost unstoppable. You got to consider health 100%, but the Niners gave up a lot of draft capital for him. Hence, the reason why I do believe he's going to be part of their plans as long as he can stay healthy. And I'll caveat it with this is I took Elijah Mitchell, I think, in the fourth round of that same team. So I felt like, hey, I'm protecting my draft capital because now I got CMC's cuff and it cost a little little expensive. Um, But I feel a little bit warm and cozy instead of like Elijah's a dead fourth round pick in a startup dynasty league, which Hurt my feelings because I love Elijah Moore, man. I was super high on him and uh first carry 10 yards. Boom. I was like, let's go. And it's like, yo, my man, really? <laughs> he, did, he did the Raheem Mostert from last year, bro. I don't know if you remember. He's got to continue
0: the tradition, man.
2: I mean, that's that's the <laughs> only scary part, man. But uh taking it back to Ken Walker, man. That dude's a straight stud. I wish I had him in more leagues. Um, that that point, right? Because I was like, yo, Rashad Penny. Had a couple games look good. It's like it's only a matter of time, right? Cordell Patterson. Only a matter of time. These dudes are gonna go down because that's what they do. And I just wish I was a little more proactive, man, and and uh, you know actively look to trade for him because, man, you you feel real good about watching him on your squads every single week. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, I was one of the lucky ones. I traded for him right before week before Penny got hurt. Um, So it was one of those. I was punt punting. I was like, all right, this team isn't it. I mean, I'm a little bit of a rebuild. We're like a productive re- rebuild, I guess you would say. Yeah. And I said, let's let's punt it for next year. Let's get Brees Hall. Let's get Kenneth Walker on the squad. And uh, and then obviously Penny goes down, and Walker's been incredible. So yeah, I, the thing with the the dynasty RB <clears> one <throat> conversation that I think is so interesting is um, nobody's claiming it. You know, there's like four or five different guys that have a a great (laughs) (laughs) argument i'm I'm dying over here they all have a great argument but uh nobody will take it and i feel like that's different from years past
2: yeah look i think hands down you know to, to to ben's point man like jt was was a solidified dynasty one after what he did last year right i mean amazing season um I wasn't a big fan of the Matt Ryan signing, man. I was like, that is not a fantasy upgrade, man. And I don't know if that helps anything to me. It was a real life upgrade initially (laughs) until puddles, until puddles turned into exactly what that was. Um, You know, but like, I I still believe in JT's talent, man. I still believe he's a buy in dynasty. If you can get him at the right price and um, that line man injuries, you know, it's, it's a week to week season to season type of type of deal in the NFL, man. And there's, there's always teams that come out of nowhere. And that's the beauty of it. And I think, Um, you know, JT is still, is still by, but to your point before the season started, it was JT hands down. And now it's like, Oh (laughs) no, you tell me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a good five (laughs) or six of them you could trade for and you can make the bet. You can, you can lay it down and you say, you know what? I think it's Brees Hall next year, or I think it's Javante next year, or, you know, I think it's Kenneth Walker right now, you know, still maybe JT right now, CMC is in there. Eckler freaking he's in there.
0: Man. It's so hard to put, like, the recency bias away, too, because, like, the end of the season, we're probably going to look – we're still going to go back to JT. We're still going to yeah. go back to Swift and those guys. And it's it's only been, like, a two- or three-game stretch. Yes, Walker's been dominant. ETN has shot up the ranks. But it's it's still a long season, and those other guys, the talent's not going to go away at the end of the year either.
1: For sure. Yeah, yeah. the uh, The New York Jets beat – the Buffalo Bills on Sunday, which, I mean, you know they were they They're were a uh, no, they were a five and three team that they have performed way above expectations. But even still, it was like I gave them zero chance to beat Buffalo on Sunday. Uh, but it looks like Robert Sala is the truth as a coach. It looks like they have uh, in the trenches the the pieces you need. It looks like their offensive line's good enough, their defensive line's good enough, and Zach Wilson was a lot better on Sunday. I mean, he was a meme last week with those three interceptions uh but he lo- i mean he looked you can see it to where uh he might just be good enough uh for this got team that dog in him <laughs> i don't know what he got in him
2: <laughs> he got something in there he got puppy chow in him bro <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, put up some- like a
0: crazy like stat during the game like his stats are pretty much identical to josh allen i saw, allen. That. I saw that. like uh you know, at, at at where he was at this point in his career. And a lot of quarterbacks aren't Herbert or Burrow. Like you got to, you got to develop them for a few years. So I'm not jumping ship on Zach Wilson.
1: Yeah, I yeah. mean, we're, we're seeing that with these young guys. You're seeing that with Justin Fields too. We'll talk about him a little bit more in a second, but uh, I'm wondering if, you know, none of those quarterbacks in that 2021 class look like they are generational players. They all look like at best they're good um and then in field's case because of the rushing he's obviously amazing for fantasy but you know in real life none of them look like you know franchise changing players yet they all look like they have flashes but they just can't put it all together uh but i think the jets are doing it the right way you know they're building on the defense they're building on the o-line the d-line they're giving them running, a running game's game still
0: good without Brees Exactly.
1: Yeah. Did you see Brees Hall? He he tweeted yesterday. I think he said something like, uh, "Run the ball, win the game," or something like that. It just, I have such a soft spot for Brees Hall right now. That's your boy. That's my guy.
2: <laughs> Yo, I, I'll admit, I uh, in regards to redraft, right? I, I wasn't the biggest fan of Brees, man. Like I, I was, I was always a little concerned. I wasn't right. My, my dude is so big. He's so strong. He's so fast but like he doesn't break tackles, you know what I mean? Especially around the goal line. And like, that was a big concern for me because I really feel like that's a separator for any college player, and e- even in the NFL, right? That's one of the, the, the biggest metrics in my opinion um, that kind of separates players in regards to like tiers, right? Like if I can get in the hole and I'm breaking tackle, like Damian Pierce, right? Like it looks mm-hmm. different. And, and Brees mm-hmm. Hall's top end speed man and and, and how he kind of just came into his own, a uh, little fluky how they used him in the passing game, but it kind of turned into something that was a little... You know, sustainable. Um, but but I think, man, what, what he showed on tape is is enough to believe in his talent. And, and look at you mentioned Robert Sala, bro. I told you I'm a Niners fan, man. I love Robert Sala. They they won the draft, right? He took basically mm-hmm. that mentality and 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 everything that he was awesome at with the Niners. And I knew he was going to be a great head coach, bro. And like he just has that about him. A man's running bleachers, right? He's head his own team, like he's fired up. Like you want to play and win for a coach like that. Um, And to your point, man, they have pieces, Garrett Wilson coming into his own as well, man. The dudes, obviously college tape and talent was there. um, But my man's a player, right. And he was going up doing work. And and I think he's going to kind of develop as well. Heart hurts for Elijah Moore though, man. I love Elijah Moore this year. (laughs) I think I drafted him in every team in like the sixth or seventh round. And uh, that hasn't worked out very well. Um, No,
1: no, I don't, uh, I don't know where it came from. We, I did I made a video, uh, let's see, I think it was last week, and I think it was just processing out loud. What I, I have no idea, I don't the understand. Video did not get a lot of likes, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you got like people right now, bro. <laughs> Torpedo teams, man. That's shit
1: yeah, I mean, you know, he's so talented. There was somebody that was dead serious telling me he was better than Jalen Waddle a year ago, oh my uh, God. that one that one died um not a great take but you know the (laughs) talent's there you can see it we've seen flashes of it he was amazing so
0: explosive
1: yeah
2: but they just don't use him
1: now they're running denzel
2: mims out there bro like denzel mims what what didn't you drop him from your dynasty teams like that's hilarious you know you dropped him from your taxi squads i mean he's not on anything For real. So like, that's the frustrating part, man. And they didn't want to let him go. And I wasn't mad at the benching. Right. I feel like as a young player, like pipe down, bro, like we're winning. This is a team sport. You know what I'm saying? I get that you want to produce, but when we're getting dubs, like you need to, you need to kind of learn from this mistake. But since then it's like my man's still in the doghouse and I don't think anything's going to change. You know, but, but going back to Zach Wilson too, man, I I like Zach Wilson, best arm talent out of that draft. Um, I think the dude can spin it, right? He's a nice player, sneaky athlete. Um, is he, is he generational? Is he, is he a franchise quarterback? I don't know. Um, but to your point, man, he might be just good enough when that team's fully healthy to, uh, you know, keep them in, in, in the consideration in regards to a possible playoff team. So we'll see, man.
1: Yeah. We got this, uh, you know, actually Ben was texting me probably about an hour ago about this. Uh, Josh Allen hurt his elbow. I don't want to talk about it. It hurts. Me. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, bro. They, there's nothing confirmed yet. So we don't, have anything if y'all see something while we're recording let me know but uh, it looks like it is a UCL injury Ben you texted me you said he might have to get Tommy John surgery uh, obviously I don't, and will- I don't
0: I don't know what it's like for football maybe it's, it's different I know they use different muzzles for throwing but I know for baseball like if he has Tommy John surgery it's definitely season ending this year he could potentially miss time in the next year like it mm-hmm. it's one of those things that takes a full year to get back
1: yeah, I, and I think I remember. Didn't Big Ben have to get Tommy John like a I think couple so. years ago? It wasn't his last year, but it was that last major injury he had a few three, four years ago. I think he had to get Tommy John or something. Um, but you know, he was like thirty eight years old getting Tommy. So like, what do you? You don't? It's different.
2: Yeah, and you he, can't take and like, from he it. Like
1: he never but. had an arm like Josh Allen. Like yeah. you saw,
0: You saw the injury to Josh Allen. Like that was the next to last play of the game. And he and threw like the next play, it was like 70 play. yards to Gabe Davis. It was incomplete, but so hopefully that is that's maybe a glimmer of hope, but it's it's I think he's at least going to miss probably a couple weeks, maybe more.
2: It's depressing man. Like we we talked about football football player, right? Josh Allen, you know, and you mentioned, you know, their their stats were similar. Uh, what I respect most about Josh Allen, for one, man, he's a football player, right? Hit me, I love that's it, dog, like exactly, bro. Like, and he's having fun, and, and and your players rally around, you know, people like that, bro. Like, I want to be led by a dude that is willing to die for his squad, right? And that's Josh Allen, um, you know. But They're like, like
0: post- oh, good,
2: yeah. So, but like, guess what? We, you know, after that first year, we're like, yo, Josh Allen's a bust, bro. Like, he's terrible. He's so inaccurate, and he came to Cali, bro, and he he gets down with. Um, Jordan Palmer, who's one of my favorite dudes that I love watching on, on the internet, man, the, the QB Whisper. he changed his stance, bro, he changed his throwing motion, he changed his delivery point, he changed everything, and when you're as good as he is and you make it to the NFL, you don't normally do that, bro, like, that's a really hard thing to do, and he was able to do that with the addition of Stephon Diggs, right, all of it kind of aligned, and now he's the best quarterback in the league, you know, Pat Mahomes obviously is in the conversation, but, like, that is – that's a rare feat, man. So, if to, for Zach Wilson to do what Josh Allen did and be able to put in that work to change all that, I don't know if he's going to become that. Um, but getting back to the point, man, it's so depressing to lose uh, a player like that. Hey, the their
0: season's over. It, it's just, As good as their team is, like, he is the beating heart of that oh, team.
2: Oh, man, 100%, dude. So, I hope for yeah. the best. Man, I love Josh Allen, dude. I I uh, I got him. I traded multiple picks and first for him in two dynasties because I want him on my team because I love watching him play, man. And uh, it, I hope it's not serious, man. We'll see, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll see on that one. P- fingers crossed, light a candle. It's uh, <laughs> <Yeah. did> something. <laughs> He's my favorite player uh, in the
2: Yeah, same.
1: Yeah, yeah. Final bit here for Week 9. Uh, Justin Fields Holy has crap. absolutely broken out. I think he had 42-ish points, depending on your scoring settings. On Sunday, uh, he set the QB rushing record with 178 yards. He broke Mike Vick's record so he looks like the truth at least for fantasy um if you bought low on him when everybody was clowning the offense early on in the season it looks like that paid off mm. it looks like if anybody's going to pan out for fantasy from that draft class justin fields is it and if you got josh allen there's a chance in one qb leagues he's still on waivers oh if you if you can get Justin Fields off of waivers this week, I mean that is a you're burning hundred percent of fab at this point. I mean that yeah, I he I, I mean, I think what the crazy part about Sunday was is he threw for 120 yards and he scored 42 fantasy points. That's like Lamar Jackson doesn't even do that. <laughs> I mean that was ridiculous. So I guess the real question is, is it sustainable? Is it something we can project going forward? I know a lot of people on the internet on instagram are really excited about him they're you know projecting him as a top five quarterback going forward uh is that a bit of an overreaction uh you know because early on in the season he was horrific i mean you know turn away he was terrible for fantasy uh but it looks like they they are 30 points the past three weeks you'll take that you'll take that every day of the week so you know, I'll toss it to you, Ben. What do you, how are you feeling about Fields? I know you've got one league where Josh Allen's your QB one, but Justin Fields is QB two. We are a competing team.
0: It's one of those, like, it's the team is a little stacked. I'm not going to lie. Like, we've been able, <laughs> we, we've lost Jonathan Taylor, been able to survive that. We've lost Jamar Chase, been able to survive that. I'm concerned we may not be able to survive losing Josh Allen, but I got Justin Fields on the bench. There's hope. I think he's locked and loaded top ten. No question. I'm not I'm – t- I'm, I'm too skeptical to go top five just because we've seen the low from Justin Fields, and it is low. But I think he is making progress. He's got three rushing touchdowns each of the – past, or one rushing touchdown each of the past three weeks. I think we can safely project the rushing production moving forward, which means his floor is going to be awesome. And, hey, when he has three passing touchdowns too – and they're going to need him because that's the only way they're going to win games. So, yeah, I think he's very safe, top ten quarterback here on out.
2: Look, man, I think the top ten is is definitely a fair assessment. I mean, look, it, let's be real. It was the Miami Dolphins. It's a perfect game script. They're going to score points. Their defense is terrible. Um, although he has two really, really green, green matchups coming up too. I think one of them was Detroit. Um, yeah, and, Atlanta, and one of them was I think. another another terrible defense. But he, he, here's what I want to say about Justin Fields, man. It, it puzzles me sometimes. Right. We're, we're here. We're on a podcast. We love football. You know, we're not making millions of dollars. I think I believe it was you said th- uh, three rushing touchdowns in the last three games. I think that third game right three games ago, they rolled him out of the pocket, bro. They had him on a bootleg. They shortened the field for him. They did things that you should have done when you drafted this dude. Right. To 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 showcase his Help talent. him out. Yeah. Like it, it makes no sense. And it's like, wow. That looks good. What was against the Patriots? I think, right. That opening drive that went down, I believe they scored, man. They're getting him out of the pocket, right. They're shortening the field. They're limiting the amount of reads that he has to make. And they just made the game easy for him, man. Let him be an athlete. And, and I love that that's coming to fruition. Right. But to your point, we have seen the lows, the bears, aren't a good team. Um, You know, I've never been a big Claypool fan, but I think he helps a little bit. And, um, you know, that that rushing floor, like it, I think a 65, 75 rushing floor is a very, very safe evaluation. Um, and and if they're in those, you know, those green matchups, man, like top 10 is is, is a lock. Uh, I got him in two leagues, uh, no dynasty, unfortunately, but I think um, maybe I think I got Fields in three leagues. And it, it's nice to see, man, because I loved him coming out of college. I actually, I actually wish the Niners took him. I understand why they, they paid mm-hmm. up for Trey Lance. But like essentially what Justin Fields is doing is what they were hoping Trey Lance would do. And now Trey Lance is nursing a broken ankle, and the Niners' future looks bright, although we haven't seen it yet. So it's still like the sun's out, but you know you got those dark shades on, and you can't really see clear. So we'll see. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've loved Fields
0: ever since he dropped six touchdowns on Clemson. So (laughs)
2: yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, Player, bro, he's nice.
1: Ben, let's drop us into Weekly Weenies.
0: Oh, yes. This is my favorite segment. And, and it hurts me, the first man I'm going to mention in here is Justin Herbert. My guy, you were playing my Falcons. I love my Falcons, but we could not guard me out there. <laughs> like I've, I've, I've let myself go since college. Like, I, I'm not as good a route runner as I used to be. They could not stop me. I don't I don't <laughs> care if all your weapons are out. You still got Eckler. You still got Everett. You still got Palmer. And these boys, they, they're horrible. Like, A.J. Terrell is in play. And you give me like 10 points? That's unacceptable. Matthew Stafford. I don't know why we haven't mentioned him in this segment much at all this year. Dude is horrendous. He had 10 points again. Horrible. You can't start him. Drop him. I don't super flex. Drop him. Man is a dud. <laughs> all right. How about the how about the hero of the past two weeks, DJ Moore coming oh. out and dropping a dump on your fantasy roster? Had three. Points. I think it was two catches on six targets. I I don't know why we were buying into it at all. I was starting to a little bit, and I feel like an idiot. I mean, the Panthers are they're horrible. It was two weeks, two weeks of fun, but we should have seen this coming. Baker Mayfield even ended up coming into the game. And I think they said they're going to start PJ Walker again next week. So I I don't know why we were buying into DJ Moore. You should have traded him last week. Next. Elijah Moore. We already talked about it. Man, man played, did not get a target. <laughs> not, It's not like he went two targets, no catch. No, he did not get a target. I don't Painful. think I need to say much more about him.
2: Painful.
0: Devonta Smith is killing us. Like the dude is up and down all over the place, comes back, gets three points in a plus matchup I would have thought against Houston. So you you never can start Devonta Smith. He's, he's good in best ball, but that's really it. The next two really, really hurt me. All right? So, in one of my main dynasty leagues, my two tight ends are Kyle Pitts and Tyler Higby. And I started Kyle Pitts, and I'm like, oh, my God. I knew as soon as I started him, he was going to suck. Because when I bench him, he's great. When, he, when I start him, he sucks. So, I started him. Got three points. I'm like, okay, I knew I should have freaking started Tyler Higby. No, I played the far <laughs> better of the two tight ends yeah. when Higby scored zero. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just wonderful. And lastly, on the weekly winnies, uh, we have to finish it out with Calvin Ridley scoring zero points for your fantasy light-up once again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once again, Ben, let's remind everybody. Every week, you and every I. Every got to mention Calvin Ridley. You and I have been just as effective for fantasy football this year. I have as many catches as Calvin, as Calvin Ridley. Ridley this year. You're basically the exact same caliber exact of same, NFL except receiver. Except
0: I make much less money.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah i um i want to circle back real quick because we you're right we have not talked about him at all matthew stafford holy cow. um he was the qb4 last year i guess depending on your scoring settings uh but i and it's probably just a product of the offense right the offense has been horrific uh but i i i think i just expect because it's sean McVay that they'll figure it out but the offensive line's horri- like terrible terrible uh outside of Cooper Cup, they have nobody really to throw to Allen Robinson. Like, I'm not even a whiff. blaming
0: Cam Akers anymore. Their offensive line is that bad.
1: No, because Darrell Henderson, we've seen him be effective before, and he's horrific right now. Um, they're playing a dude that sounds like a bastard from Game of Thrones. Uh, and Cam Akers <laughs> is still working on the the uh the Achilles. So I I don't know, but all that boils down to the end result is Matthew Stafford's delivering turds in your lineup every week. <laughs> And uh, you know I don't I don't know what to do about it. I just traded. Bench for a and dynasty. drop him.
2: I think Ben said it perfectly, man. Bench them, drop him. Like I got I got dude. I uh, I think I traded Stafford and DK for Burrow in a dynasty league.
0: Oh gosh, uh, win.
2: Oh gosh, yeah. It, it it hurt, but I had uh, I forget who I had. I think I had Josh Allen and um who am I starting now? I think I had Gino. I'm starting Gino now. Um, oh, but it's the, crazy.
0: Oh, go ahead.
2: No, no, I'm just saying. Like the reality is, is like. I, I can't start him even in a super flex dynasty league. Like it feels disgusting. Um, but like, le- I really want to, I want to emphasize this. You mentioned can makers, man. I'm, I'm a big Cam makers truther. Obviously it hasn't panned out at all whatsoever. Terrible. My heart hurts, but losing, losing Andrew Whitworth, right. That, that, that was like the glue, man, that, I that really, I think hurt this offense. That old line is just like, literally, I don't, there's old lines that are bad, but it is absolutely terrible. Um, the only thing I'll give Matthew Stafford, man, is he's tough, bro. Like, he's hanging in, man. He's he still – that that touchdown to Cooper Cup was a dime, bro. Like, that was an amazing throw. So, it's mm-hmm. like th- th- there is a little piece that still lives in him.
0: Yeah, and he's, he's not getting help by receivers. Like, I watched most of that game, and there was like a, like a horrible, like, deep drop for, like, Van Jefferson. Allen yeah. Robinson's not getting open, so he's not getting help.
2: That game was depressing, by the way, bro. Like, I had Mike Evans in so many leagues, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, what is happening this – Oh, that, that, that game hurt my heart, too, man. And, and you mentioned all the, the weenies on the week, bro. I'm like, on my squad, on my squad, on my squad. <laughs> I'm like, yo, it was a painful week for 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 uh, my 14 leagues, man. But, you know, man, it happens like that sometimes. And, you know, you, you keep trying to, to fight. Why do we do
0: you, this bro. to ourselves?
2: It, 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 you know what's funny, bro? Before this started, I was thinking, I was like – Fantasy football is terrible. We're like the pain (laughs) that we inflict on ourselves. This like takes
0: years. Like it's six months of like taking a year off my life.
2: And then guess what? Tuesday comes around. It's like, let's go, bro. You got this newfound glory and love and the same shit happens again on Sunday. You're like, (laughs) why? What is happening? This is, this is toxic, bro. I can't do this. This It's crazy. We're
1: deeply
0: unhealthy people.
1: Yeah, it's the best. Uh, <laughs> all right yeah. let's hop into uh some dynasty questions here we, we we love dynasty here on the show uh we you know it's redraft season so I, I get it but we got drawn here we're gonna talk some dynasty so i got three talking points here for you all so number one should you trade for injured stud running backs javante williams and Brees hall and if you do I guess, one, there's there's two parts to this. One, what kind of roster do you have to have to be able to do it? And two, what are you paying to do it? Ben, I'm going to throw it to you first. So,
0: I guess, obviously, yes, you try to trade for them. But there's there's definitely conditions. Like, if you're competing, there's no way it's going to be worth it to get one of them. Because I don't think their price – obviously, their price came down with injuries. But it's not – to a price where, like, okay, I can get him for cheap. Like, you're still going to be paying multiple first-round picks or you're going to have to give away another stud. Like, if I'm trading Brees Hall, like, okay, well, I want to go get Jonathan Taylor. Well, I promise you the Jonathan Taylor owner is not going to give you him for Brees Hall kind of thing. So, if the deal is right, yes, you try to trade for them. The only problem is there's not – the guys who can trade for them aren't in a good position to do so. I guess if you're if you're one of the, the bottom teams, yeah, I'm going to go get him. But you're probably one of the bottom teams because you had one of these guys.
2: <clears throat> and, like, I'll, I'll add to this is, like, a Dynasty for me, man, it's, it, it's so fun, right? But I'm, there's a dude in, in one of our leagues, like, literally, you know, we, we call him the tank god, right? We were a little skeptical at first. He's He's been somewhat competitive, but his team's terrible. But he literally has, I think, like six or seven first-round picks. And – I'm the, I'm the guy, like, I traded the first for Kyler. Uh, I had Lamar Jackson. It's a super flex. Like, I told you, I'm, I'm a I big... I rarely
0: have first-round picks.
2: I like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I want to win, bro. Like, I'm competitive. I like to have a balance, right? Like, I'm chasing a chip, and I want youth on my squad. You know, Javante was a player on that team. Javante, Hollywood Brown, Elijah Mitchell. All right, I think, mm-hmm. what is that? My second, third, my second, fourth, and, like, maybe fifth-round pick? All on IR, right? So, my team is struggling. I'm fighting. I think I'm four and four. Um, I just traded Alvin Kamara um, uh, a, a 2024 20, first and second for CMC and Drake London, right? Because I'm like, look, I'm just going to sell the farm, right? That I don't have a first next year. Um, I'm a little concerned about Drake London. I'm not going to lie, bro. I was like, I need some youth on my team, right? But I'm like, damn, did I target the wrong receiver? Because he looks terrible in that offense. It's Mariota. But if they get, I'm not a big fan of Bryce, Bryce Young, man. I think he's going to be an absolute bust. Uh, CJ Stroud, in my opinion, is, is the dynasty one, but I don't, I don't love what I see from Bryce, uh, uh, from Bryce, man. Like he's light in the pants, right? He, he, he doesn't really necessarily deliver, you know, a ball. That's amazing. He has decent touch, but a lot of flutters, right? He's a small dude. And I'm just concerned in regards to people going all in on him being the one. I don't think he's it. You know who I love though. And he's not coming out next year. is Caleb Williams, uh, Caleb, Caleb Williams at USC. Yes. Man. Like, that yes. dude is nice, bro. He reminds me of Josh Allen, bro. He really does. He can spin it. He's big. He's thick. He's athletic. He moves nice. And I'm. That's the only reason why I wish I would have held that 2024 one. But I feel like I probably wouldn't have got him anyway. But I got. I got hard eyes for him, man. I really, really like that dude.
1: Yeah, he's he's gonna be really good. People, People sleeping
2: on about- Will
0: Levis too. I think. Yes. He, look, he, he's he's not putting, putting in, up the numbers but like uh, he's just he's got all the physical traits you
2: right. Want. But is that going to translate, right? Cuz like a team's going to draft him. You know what I'm saying? And we don't see enough tape from him. I know he's flashing you, you, know, nice arm, big, strong, everything. Check, check, check. But like I still want to see a little more on tape, man. Like show me something. He he has the last game that was on ESPN, I believe I watched and I was like, let's see what's up with this dude and I was like, man, you know? Like I just wasn't feeling
1: yeah, he hadn't, he hadn't popped as much as you'd want. He's got all the measurables. But, you know, that's the thing with Josh Allen, too, was he wasn't that great in college. He True. didn't put up the numbers. Uh, But, you know, he's one, one of, those, of those.
2: He's a unicorn, bro. Like, he he doesn't yeah. exist. He doesn't happen often, you know? He's sure. a dime a
1: dozen. They, they do not happen. Uh, but let me ask yeah. you
2: guys this, because like I said, I have Javante on that team, right? Um, We all know ACL injuries, first year coming back, do- doesn't always pan out great. I know these dudes are young. They're studs. Like Javante's was really bad. Uh, I don't know how bad Brees's was, but yeah, it's
0: like I'm, I'm more worried about Javante because he had he. I think his injury was the same as what J.K. Dobbins had, yeah, I think which it was, was all the ACL three. and like the MCL. Whereas I think He's Brees knows. was like purely just the ACL, it was a clean ACL tear, which is they can come back from that one pretty easy. So I'm not I'm not super worried about Brees.
2: So like, that's the thing. So like, are you willing to give up a one and a two uh, for 2023 or whatever to, because to, 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 that's what you're going to have to pay, bro. Let's be real. You want, you want a Breeze Hall or Javante Williams, you're going to have to give up a one and then some. And it's like, if you're investing your future into a player who might get off to a slow start, might not be the same, right? It's, it's, it's pretty risky. Um, but it's like, you, you believe in the talent. So, you know, is that something would you guys, would you pay a one and a two, uh, 23, 2023, one and a two for Javante or Breeze?
0: Yes. It kind of at this point in the season, <laughs> yeah. it depends on where the 2023. Like if I know it's the it last place, I'm taking Bijan and I'm not looking back.
2: Oh, Bijan is a Bijan is
0: he's top five and he's not even in the NFL. It's he's crazy. So
2: good. And then you got yeah. uh got homeboy Gibbs, right? Gibbs is AK, yeah. Alvin Camara two who's who's a nice player? Um I haven't watched too too much college, but I did I have watched Bijan, bro. Gibbs Gibbs is dude, that guy man. too. Not yeah, he's yeah. not Bijan, but he is no.
0: he's legit.
2: To me, in the yeah, super like, Bijan's the one-on-one, hands down. I don't care oh, what, what quarterback you need; like the dude is special. So,
1: yeah, I mean, it's it's probably him one-on-one and Stroud 102, to be honest with you. And and you know, so and sell me, I, so
2: sell me, so sell me. Oh, CJ Stroud, sorry, sorry, yeah. So so I saw you shaking your head a little bit. Um, talk to me about about Bryce, bro. Like you believe in his talent? You think he's gonna be a stud?
1: <sighs> I don't know. He's risky. I'll give it. He's the most pro
2: ready
0: of all the quarterbacks coming out. Like he'll have the most impact as a rookie,
1: potentially. Um, I see him as like a better version of Tua, Um, and it really depends on. I think he'll be situationally that'll that'll be super important where he gets drafted. If he goes to a bum organization that doesn't surround him with talent, yeah, I don't know. That's terrifying. So uh, I think Stroud is. You right, feel better about, like- about him because I think he is going to be more situation proof. Yeah. Um, and depending it, wherever Stroud goes, it doesn't matter to me as much. I think he's going to be great. Uh, with Bryce Young, I think his ceiling is probably just as high as Stroud's, but there's a lot more asterisks along with it than with Stroud. So I do think Bryce can be amazing, but it it's with an asterisk. If that makes yeah. sense.
0: I think Bryce is good. Like say a team like Detroit. They've got pieces and they've got a lot of draft capital. If they're the team that goes and gets him, I feel good about it.
1: Absolutely. For sure.
2: I got, line, I got the line.
1: They got the receivers. Yeah, I just, do. I
2: just worry about what I see, man. Cause I know, like I said, he's a smaller dude. Um, the NFL is no joke, man. These, d- these are grown men, 207 at 300 pound monster athletes. Right. And I just feel like that shoulder, man, someone's going to land on him. My dude's a little light in the pants. Like I said, um, and like, he's a, he, he's a good athlete. You know, he, he has a good arm, but like when I'm watching his balls, man, like it, it the he's throwing off his back foot a lot. Like he's fading a lot, man. He doesn't have the arm strength to be able to do that. And his ball flutters and tails. And we know, man, that the separation of the league is not college, bro. Like the, the, the windows close quick and you will get picked off uh, really easily. So I am worried, but, but like when you said Detroit, I was like, huh, you know, like that—that that doesn't sound terrible, but um, like I said, CJ to me is is, is hand hand over fist better uh, than than Bryce in my opinion. Yeah, it's one
0: yeah. of those things too. Like, I'm not an NFL scout. Like, I I feel like like if I'm looking at tape at running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, like that's a lot easier. Quarterback is so much harder to evaluate. Like, I let I'm gonna let the NFL guys figure that one out and just trust what they say.
2: Well, I'm a little biased. I played I played Wonderbelay. I played college QB. So like I. I feel like I see the field similarly, right. I know how to evaluate talent. I know how to evaluate different players and, and, and throw emotions and kind of what I see with the ball. That's so true. by no means am I an NFL scout, bro. I'm on my couch. You know, I got, I got two daughters and a wife. Like I, I go to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not that, but I do, I do feel a little bit that, you know, when I'm watching a game or I'm watching tape and I'm watching different things that maybe somebody wouldn't necessarily notice um, when they're breaking down the position. Uh, but uh what do i know bro you know i mean i'm in my <laughs> i mean my you, right now. you're better I, off
0: than we at josh and i were uh we're flag football stars in college
2: that's <laughs> <So, laughs> tough, man I mean, so you you've got us there bit, but, yeah yeah i mean oh, it, football, man. My, my, my number one passion my true love man and, and it's something that i'm glad fantasy came around man because i could just transition all that competitive energy and and pain too right like that God, yeah. Like it, that, that we should write something. I don't know if you guys ever write articles, but there should be something where a, a day in the life, bro, like the ups and the downs and the miserable moments of just watching football for eight hours on Sunday only to forget on Tuesday morning and start all over accepting that pain, knowing it's coming again. But you have that small hope that it's like, this is going to be the week, man. I'm What's gonna go that, uh,
0: the Adam Sandler, like 50 first dates where she forgets every time. Yeah,
2: so, that's a good analogy. I like that. That's good. <laughs> I just forgot of all the pain. Like, I wake up on Monday, like, damn, did I get beat up last night? I'm carrying a lot of stress. You know, I feel like someone jumped me. which is crazy. Yep. It's the best.
1: <laughs> you know, 50. speaking of 51st dates, I think you're going to have to have that condition to deal with this next question. <laughs> Kyle Don't Pitts. Do it.
0: Don't do it to me.
1: You got you to have a short memory with him. I mean, you got to put away last week <laughs> and pretend it didn't happen. You got to put been, away every
0: week and pretend it didn't happen.
1: Yeah, and here's what's really tough with Kyle Pitts, right? It's really not his fault. I mean, yeah. on with the eye test, he has looked phenomenal. Even what just was this stat, uh, like on Sunday? The he air, had yards. Like air yards. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he had air 200 air yards Sunday. 200, and he That's only ridiculous. had like
0: 20 actual yards, which means Marcus Mariota <laughs> right. couldn't hit a barn.
1: I think
2: he dropped one though. Let's be real. He did. I think he did drop one. I saw that.
1: He did drop one. Mariota missed him on a 75 yarder where he he had legit five yard separation. Yeah. Um, and then there was another one that he missed him on as well. So I mean, he he legitimately could have had 150 yards on Sunday and he ended up with 28, which is a bummer. But season's been a bust. It's been terrible, and he hadn't been able to focus on him. Uh but it's it's the offense, it's Mariota. That's a top
2: 10 quarterback, bro. <laughs> the oh, quarterback, I think it a top 10 QB.
1: He was the rushing, the rushing floor. Yeah, it, it was fool's gold. Yeah. Uh, do you trade away Kyle Pitts in dynasty? Obviously, in redraft, I think everybody's kind of at the point where they're trying to move him if they can, but in dynasty, it's a different animal because you can see it. Uh, are you trying to move off him? I know, Ben, you've got him in a couple leagues. I've got him. I don't know if you've got him anywhere, Joe, but you know, he. I Don't know he feels like an albatross, but you can't you can't realize it yet. And uh at, at a certain point, you got to figure out are you gonna keep waiting for it or are you gonna try and capitalize on his value now and get something else?
2: Yeah, look in uh in redraft. Um, I just traded him away. I traded uh Kyle Pitts and Cd Lamp for DK and Miles Sanders, and um I got DK Miles Sanders. I was watching that game, like, uh, don't catch it. Like, I was almost rooting against him because I just traded him away. But to your point, man, like you watch the tape, man. My, my dude separates. He's a special player, special athlete. Uh, obviously, Mariota has everything, but it's also Arthur Smith, right? And all, Arthur Smith handpicked Mariota from the Titans, bro, to run that offense exactly the way he's doing it. He wants to run the ball down your throat and win ugly, gross, like just grown man. I'm going to dominate the offensive line, and I'm going to run the ball even when I'm not supposed to, you know? And, like, I feel like it's it's the mentality of the team. It's the head coach. Uh, obviously, it's not conducive to Kyle Pitts's fantasy relevance or drake london um, yeah or, or drake london exactly and but like i feel like it, it you know next year bro is mirror gonna be there or are they gonna get up could they trade up and get you know a bryce or a cj like a lot of stuff can happen i know they drafted uh Riddler, what's his name Riddler. ritter,
1: ritter. Uh, yeah
2: ritter i mean he, he's okay you know what i'm saying like to me he's not anything special but you know he, he won in college too so we'll see uh, but to your point of dynasty, man, like you, you can't do anything. To, if anything, like I'm trying to buy a dynasty and roll the dice, man, maybe send uh, somebody in a second and maybe somebody bites bro. Cause they just absolutely hate him.
0: I was going to say the same thing. Like you're, you, you know, if you have cop like, you know what he's worth. It is, you're in dynasty. It is a pure bet for the future. But like, if he hits in the future, he's Travis Kelsey on steroids. Like yeah. the dude is different. But you're not going to get anywhere close to that value right now. So mm-hmm. you can't trade it. I th- you just have to keep him and take your L for now. I'm sorry. And like, yeah, like you said, if you can buy him, I'm doing that 10 yeah. out of 10 times.
2: Fast.
1: Yeah. What are you trying to send uh, that you think is actually going to get done in a league? If you've got that one owner that's just, they're trying to wipe their hands of it. They're sick of him. If you can get it done in Dynasty, what do you think are going to have to I'm, send I'm away sending Isaiah
2: it. likely right now, bro.
1: <laughs> if you could get Isaiah Likely for Pitts straight up, you're a magician. <laughs> but
2: like my man just got another touchdown. Let, let's be real, Isaiah Likely's a nice player, bro. Like he profiles similarly to Kyle Pitts. The dude's kind of studly. Mark Andrews isn't going to live forever. That's your sell, right? Mark Andrews, maybe another year or two, and he's already injured. Like we seem, what likely done. Pitts, not, on the other hand, I'm, I'm I'm absorbing all the risk here in this in this potential trade offer. I'll throw in the three. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something that I would actively try to do if you had Likely on a dynasty squad. Is is you know that hey bro the the, the age old tradition right buy low sell high and, and uh, Isaiah likely right now coming off of Monday night football already catching a touchdown I don't know what else he's done but maybe that's a maybe that's what we all should be putting in somebody's inbox uh, tonight you know
0: scenario yeah you're not in it this year Dallas Goddard in a second for Kyle Pitts
2: <sighs> Oh Goddard's a stud too bro but like so so that so that is confirming you are all in on Kyle Pitts, right? Because Dallas Carter, to me, has another three or four years tied to Jalen Hurts' production, in my opinion, and the dude is, is a top four or five talent in the, uh, in the NFL at the tight end position. A, a two is a two, you know what I'm saying? Like a two almost feels like a dart throw, so it ain't much. But I feel like making that move, you are going all in on your belief in Kyle Pitts and what you're hoping that they're going to do next year. Because if it's more of the same, bro... You are on Slitsville Watch Central. Your
0: team your team, is two years
1: out from competing <laughs> yeah. <against>. You're,
2: just <laughs> You're just giving yourself more pain for another year, bro.
1: Oh, man. And it's even worse if the Falcons are too good to actually get a good quarterback. Right. right. Uh, Which we're going to do. It, I see it. I said this before the season. This is exactly what we're going to do. It's like,
0: Arthur Smith's like, we're going to win games. I thought it was coach speak. No, this <laughs> idiot yeah. is trying to put us in the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> yeah, <we're>, no. Go <laughs> no. get a C.J. Stroud and let's win next year
1: yeah oh man all right final one here this one ben and i have talked about off the podcast pretty extensively over the past couple of weeks
0: mostly because we have uh, a buddy trying to sell him
1: yeah uh naji harris has been horrific this year i mean it's to the point where you're wondering if he's actually even good anymore uh and i know he was a jaylen top warren five. looks
0: better than him for real
1: it, it's mind-boggling and the worst part of it is Najee was a top five dynasty running back and nobody was batting an eye when mm-hmm. you said that. I mean, and if you said he wasn't, you are crazy. If you put
0: him two to Taylor, like everybody's like, yeah, I'm good with that.
1: Yeah, they were fine. Uh, so now he is, he's like an RB three. I don't even really know where he is. If you're trying to he's like a risky flex, him. <laughs> right? So right now he's a flex, but even in, in dynasty value, mm-hmm. like I don't even know where to stick him. I truly don't. Um, but that said, are you trying to buy low on him? Especially, and I'm looking at this, I think, from the perspective of a re, of a um, a rebuilding team. Because um, you're trying to find those dips in value that will rise later um, and be in that championship window for you. Uh, so I guess as a rebuilder, are you trying to go get Najee? Or does he look so cooked that you just don't even want to touch it?
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. If I'm a rebuilder, that's... That's tough because you're trading for a 24-year-old running back that looks bad. Granted, like, I usually don't pay too much attention to age. It's all contract with these running backs like this. So he's still got three years on his rookie, five, four if they exercise the the fifth-year option. So, But he does look bad, dude. And he is 24, which is, for a guy on his rookie contract, that's a whole...
2: Yeah, look to me, man. I, I I've never been a fan of Najee. Right? I think he played well enough last year, but let, let's be real, man. Product of Big Ben, right? We saw with Eli with, with Eli Manning and Saquon, um, those receptions were hundred percent going to take a dip, man. I I called it early. I said he's not a top ten back this year in redraft. You know, dynasty is a whole different animal. Obviously, that's what we're talking about. Um, never been a believer of him, man. He's he's a product of volume, right? He never did anything special. A couple straight arms here, a couple hurdles here. Yeah, okay. Um, but, but when you break down his metrics, man, he's a, he's a three yard per carry cat who needs mad touches and he's not Derrick Henry. Right. So it, he, in my opinion, but, but to your point, man, I think, is he a sticky buying dynasty? Depends, man. Throw, throw out a, you know, throw out a Kenyan Drake and a two or a Kenyan Drake and a three, you know, like shoot the shoot low. And if he ends up being your flex player on your squad in a dynasty where he technically still is kind of young, you know what I'm saying? Like you could do worse. You know, so what are you going to do with Kenyon Drake next year? Right, he's not going to be on your roster. So, you know, maybe that's a bad example. I'm thinking of the Monday Night game, but like, you know, find a player who's just not going to exist next year. Right, who's possibly getting some love right now, and and shoot your shot, man. Because, like I said, at least for me, we play three receivers, two RBs, two flex, super flex. Like these are deep rosters in dynasty leagues where you're you're rolling out. Terrible players, anyway. So it's like if you could buy Najee on the cheap, man. I never believe in the talent or the player, but like I said, everyone has a point and limit where they are going to return some kind of value. And and if you could shop around, man, and be like, yo, are you going to drop this dude soon? Because I'll throw you a, three. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like th- th- that's that's where you can start the combo. So.
1: Yeah, I the, I think where it's weird is on the other side of the spectrum. You know, we know a guy mutually who's still clinging to a two first value for Najee. Wow. Yeah, And, uh, you know, I, nobody's going to pay that in their right mind. But as that owner, you know, he, he had him last year when he was great. Uh, you know, he's a Steelers fan, too. So that probably die, that factors in. But he's mm-hmm. a homer. And, and absolutely. So even those owners that are looking at it like, I I would really like to get two firsts out of Najee, but it ain't going to happen, you know.
2: You keep it moving, he's man. Like, a, a Steelers fan and he owned Najee last year, like, I'm not trying to get Najee from that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's going to be an impossible task and no one's overpaying for it. So I was like, hold him, bro. But see, here's at least for me when it comes to trades, man, is like, that's my entry point, right? I know he's not going to give me Najee. Maybe I'll hype up Najee a little bit, but I have a plan for another player on his squad to where I can cloud him with this Najee conversation, right? And then I'm pivoting and I'm trying to strike, bro. And I'm trying to get a player. Maybe he's not thinking about, doesn't evaluate properly because uh, these dudes that are like, Terrible trade offer, bro. This is district. Like, never, man. Why am I going to dead a deal because you come at me with a terrible offer, man? I'm trying to finagle my way in, man. And I'm going to backdoor that and be like, yo, man, like, that's cool. I don't know. We're not on the safe page here. But how about this guy? Right. Don't ever dead a deal. I see dudes are like, uh, you're dead to me because you're just like, oh, man. <laughs> there's, always a, 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 there's always a play, man. There's always an angle. A, and don't ever kill that relationship in any league, especially a Dynasty, man, because that's one team that you can't make a move with.
0: Yeah, and you're stuck sure. with these guys
1: unless you leave the league. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> My team's terrible. I'm out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Reducing. Yeah. Uh, that for this episode of the podcast. Thanks so much, Joe, for joining us. Why don't you let everybody know where they can check you out, where they can find what you're up to.
2: Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, Fantasy Flow Joe on IG, TikTok. Your boy got on Twitter recently. Um, that's, a, that's a whole nother animal too. Um, but uh, a lot of good info on Twitter, man. So Twitter's been cool. But uh, you know, man, I'm just—I'm out here, man. I, I love football. I'm doing my thing, man. i will i will say some crazy takes and do some—some—some some, some stuff sometimes. But just know, man, it's like, like nothing less. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like and, and have fun with it, right? Like the whole point of this stuff, you know. I, I don't know about you guys. You guys are a little bit bigger than me, so I don't know if if IG's paying any of your bills. But you know, <laughs> this, this is fun for me, you, man. Know, this man. is a, this is a passion. This is a hobby. And you know, we all got lives. We all got jobs. And you know, I got family. I know. Um, I think one of you got got a lady, and it's like. This is we do this because we love it, man. And we're here for the people, bro. So, yeah, you know, that's my little rant.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Ben, you got anything for us before we hop out of here?
0: Uh, Alvin Kamara is doing nothing for me on Monday night. So there's that.
1: Wow.
2: How's it? I think I think
0: I've I think I've already won that league. So Kamara was just like icing on the
1: cake. So we're good. Yeah, you're playing me in that league. So
2: I need 13, hey. bro. Let me go. Let me go cheer on my team, man. <laughs> oh yeah it's it's not looking good <laughs> yeah. all right not looking good at all ravens ravens came to play man that that Roquan smith uh signing is underrated my like, yeah. man is a beast bro like that dude in the idp like every week he's got like 30 points i'm like yo Rokon smith is a just absolute dog man he is so good and right where he left off man the dude is just face in every single every single person's chest bro doing work
1: absolutely face mask in your face Roquan yeah. Smith yeah sure. on that note we'll hop out of here thanks so much for joining us Joe Congrats, uh, we'll see you later this week everybody when we're doing who knows what we're doing we don't plan these ahead you know we just <laughs> <like a silver laughs> it's yeah. a blast we're starting to get uh, a little structure a little structure Do kind of the same things right. on the post yeah, post Monday night on. stuff all right we'll say it
0: peace
2: Thank you for listening to the
1: Fantasy Brothers Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and want to connect to us, follow us on Instagram at FantasyBrothers underscore or on Twitter at FantasyBros underscore. If you want to support the show, you can do that at Patreon forward slash Fantasy Brothers.